When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and salutations. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the JW Podcast, known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. We are tuning into the JW Podcast, known as the Black and Bougie Experience. And here we are at episode number 77. Can you believe that we're at 77 episodes? And I say we because we are together um, doing this thing together. So yeah, we're at 70 plus seven episodes of the JW podcast known as the black and blue experience. And I appreciate you all so much, so, so much for tuning in, um, to this, this podcast, um, as often as I put them out to continue to just, you know, rock with me. So I appreciate it. Um, more than you will ever know. Trust me when I say that. I trust you more than you will ever know um, how much I appreciate you. Because if it was not for you continuing to listen, um, I wouldn't be doing this. So thank you. Y'all are a part of this. Um, so here we are. 77. Um, if you could, please make sure that you're checking out for me on all of your social media platforms. That's right. You are, um, you can find me on Facebook at the JW podcast known as the black and bougie experience. And you can also find me on Instagram at the black and B O U J E E podcast, the black and B O U J E E. If it's not spelled B O U J E E, it ain't me. So please make sure to continue to check for me on those um, platforms. And you can also Find this podcast on all of your streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, Breaker, TuneIn, Amazon, um, iHeart, um, wherever podcasts are found, I'm out there. I'm outside. So um, you can find me there. So here we are. This is episodes, episodes number 77. Um, and... You know, I always like to start with the meaning of the number um, to see how it connects to, with the um, the actual podcast itself. So here we are, 77. 77 is a number of completion. The number 77 can be seen as a symbol of wealth and success. This number is often seen as a sign of enlightenment and growth. Number 77 should be seen as an, in, an indication of the progress you are making in every aspect of your life. I'm going to read that again. 77 is a number of completion. The number 77 can be seen as a symbol of wealth and success. This number is often seen as a sign of enlightenment and growth. Number 77 should be seen as an indication 
of the progress you are making in every aspect of your life. So what does 77 mean um, for the title of this episode? Well, the title of this episode is called New Versus New. That's right. The episode number 77 is called New K-N-E-W versus N-E-W. Well, you know, I like to start with the, the definition because it helps us to clarify things uh, when we can see it in the black and white. And so the definition of new, quite simply, is the past tense of no. So what is no? No is to be acquainted or familiar with a thing, place or person. To have knowledge or clear and certain perception as a fact or truth to recognize. Let me read that again. The definition of new, K-N-E-W, is the past tense of no. To be acquainted or familiar with a thing, place, or person. To have knowledge or clear and certain perception as a fact or truth recognize so what is the definition of new new of recent origin or arrival not existing before made introduced or discovered recently or now for the first time different from a recent or previous one oh i like this i'm getting excited as i read the definition New, N-E-W, of recent origin or arrival, not existing before, made, introduced, or discovered recently, or now, for the first time. And lastly, different from a recent or previous one. Sounds like an upgrade to me. Hmm. It's crazy how... because they knew you, they think they know the new you. Let me say that again. Because they knew you, they think they know the new you. So me, for me, I have evolved from the who, who once was. Me, Justin, the one you're hearing on the JW Podcast Owns the Black and Bougie Experience. I have evolved from the one who once was. I'm better than what you knew me as. Mm. And I'm, can I tell you, this is an episode that um, probably is a is a combination of everything that you've heard, because everything that you've heard is the me now, is a me that's growing, is a me that's evolving, and for the people that knew Kalapar Justin, Pool Creek Justin. 
ATL Justin is different from the person that you know right now. I have evolved from the he who once was. And it's for the better. Because you can evolve into something crazy. <laughs> you can evolve into something crazy. But the Justin that you know now has evolved from the person that once was. See, when I was younger, I was um, I was going through a metamorphosis, I guess you could say. And I had different stages of that person. You know, you started with the pool creek, which was spoiled and just bad. <laughs> then you then you moved over to the college park, Justin, the college park, Justin. Which was, I mean, I went through different stages when I was in Collins Park. I was confused. I was, <laughs> I was lame at one point. Then I evolved to the pretty boy. Pretty boy fresh is what I call it. Then I was a finesser. Then I was a father. Then I was the partial man. Partial man. Then from there, I went to the survivor. The husband. Um, the father, what else is there? The leader, the motivator, businessman, entrepreneur. That's what I evolved into. And see, for me, I had to go through, um, I guess you could say I had to go through a, an internal gentrification. And I'm not talking about um, a neighborhood. I'm talking about a mentality, um, my my mindset, um, my soul. Um, pretty much an overall upgrade and um, overhaul of who and what I was. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I'm, let me go ahead and type this because you, you already know what's happening. What is gentrification? Stand by, I'm, I'm actually looking it up right now. Gentrification. Ah, here we go. Gentrification. So the process whereby the character of a poor urban area is changed by a wealthier moving in, improving the housing, attracting new businesses, typically displacing current inhabitants in the process. Gosh, I like this. <laughs> the process of making someone or something more refined, polite, respectable. Oh, I like that. Let me read that again. The process whereby the character of a poor urban area is changed by wealthier moving in, improving housing and attracting new businesses, typically displacing, displacing the current inhabitants in the process. The process of making someone or something more refined, polite or respectful. Yeah, that is 
100% it. The origins of the word are gentry, which historically is referred to people of an elevated status. Mm. So gentrification by itself is just a whole nother topic and episode, but I like where this is taking me about the process of the character of an, of a, of an area um, and, and, and displacing the current inhabitants. I'm going to use this for new versus new. I like that because you know why? In order for us to elevate the culture, we have to go through a cultural gentrification. Hear me again. If we truly want to change this culture that we that we are in, we have to go through a cultural gentrification. We have to replace what was and put in something different. And we sometimes have to displace some of those bad habits, um, those bad things that 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 are that reside within us and replace them with something that is new. Man, I did not know this was going to go here, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a roll with it. Because and you know why I'm going to roll with it? Because in order for us to elevate this culture that we have, we have to go through this cultural gentrification. A shift has to happen. A shift in who we are and what we do in order to go to, um, I guess, an elevated space that we probably have never gone to before. And I'm going to say this, we have to be clear, every culture, I'm not just talking about one, every single culture needs to go through some version of an internal gentrification. See, when we think about the term used now, it's normally um, certain people that come in and then they, they gentrify a neighborhood. But what do you need in order to do this? Well, you got to have resources. That's one. And you got to have opportunity. That's number two. See, the person you knew didn't have all the necessary resources. And I may have had the opportunity, but didn't know what was needed to capitalize on that opportunity. But when I elevated my, my no, when I elevated my no and became new, that's the person that you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say that again because that probably just slipped right by you. When I elevated my no and became new, that's the person that you didn't know. Yeah. So what's the message here? Well, first, you don't let people pull you back into what they knew. You don't 
let people pull you back into what they knew. But better yet, you live in what you know, which is ever increasing. It's ever increasing and it's creating the best, the absolute best version of you. I like that best version of you. Yep. You already know. We can probably say it together right now. <laughs> Real time revelation. See, so I'm an Apple guy and, and this can, can apply to all you Androidies out there. Mr. Green messages and Mrs. Green messages, but this can apply to everybody. But I, I like Apple. Like iPhones, that's just me. That's that's what I've had. So I'm gonna just just roll with me. And if you if you don't roll with Apple, you can just replace it with whatever Android thing they have. You know, for an upgrade. For me, I'm like Apple iOS. See, you knew me as iOS 1.0, but right now. I'm at 46.0. <laughs> yeah. I'm at episode. I'm at not episode, but I am at the upgraded version. I am at iOS 46.0. And see, here's the thing. My updates, they're set for automatic. And they upgrade daily based off of what I'm hearing and what I'm taking in, whether it's good or bad. My upgrade is happening. And sometimes in that upgrade, you got some security patches. Um, you got some enhancements to certain systems that you already have. But I'm upgrading, man. Automatically. No doubt, because this is the path that I'm on. So my iOS system is fully on go, no matter what. So this week, um, I had the honor of speaking to um, some students from Bethune-Cookman University. Shout out to Kadisti, um, Dr. I'm sorry, Dr. Youssef, um, for the invite. Um, she invited me to speak to some students, um, um, criminal justice students, so well some business students um, at Bethune, which is a, a HBCU, which is a historically black college. Um, and my message was one of, of, I guess, of what I am becoming. And not what am I becoming for me, but what I am becoming for us. Many of you are, 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 um, are here because you have a desire to become something better. And that's what I told the students. You are here. You're enrolled in Bethune-Cookman University because you have a desire to become something better than what you knew. Now, let me be clear. What you knew may not all be bad. It's not. But who you are is a chemistry of good and bad. And because of that chemistry of good and bad, you learn that you don't become ugly. You know, they got this, the term, the good, the bad, the ugly. 
But what you learn of the good and the bad, it helps you so you don't become ugly. And because you've learned, your life can become something that is beautiful. I know that sounds crazy and cheesy and whatever, but think about that. Because of that good and because of that bad, it can either be something that's ugly or can turn into something that's beautiful. But that choice is up to you. So, so, so joy break here right now, or, or a, a joy um, intermission. You know what makes me happy? Every person that has come from where I come from, Atlanta, ATL, College Park, Southside, to be specific, when they've come to visit me, they are completely different from what I knew. And have become closer because of that new version. Yeah. We've become so much closer because of that new version. Because some of the people that I, I've said now that they either are friends or we knew each other in, in high school. Some we were close. Some we are not. But because of the person that they are now, the person that I know the person that has attached themselves to um, some similarities to me, which is being bougie, upwardly mobile and progressive. We've become closer because it's the new version of me, the upgrade of who we are. And I have to say this. Don't. Yeah, don't keep it real. And stay connected to people, places, and things that don't represent where you, where you are right now and where your life is taking you. Let me say that again. Don't keep it real. And stay connected to people, places, and things that don't represent where your life is taking you. Because here's, here's the thing. We can sometimes, you know, we want to, you know, we want to keep it real. We want to keep it, you know, where we're from, whether that's from the ghetto, whether that's from the country, whether that's just where we're from. And then what happens is we end up being connected to something that's not positive. We end up being connected to something that's not that doesn't really represent who and what we are and where we're trying to go in our lives. And keeping it real can sometimes keep you left behind. Let me say that again. Keeping it real can leave you left behind. You know, so where I'm from, it helped to shape me. And sometimes when I say that, I think that sometimes people believe that that's helping to to keep it real, right? Because it because it helped to shape me. It helped to move me in a, a different direction, but it helped to move me because sometimes you have to move away from things that don't represent where you want to be. You have to move away 
from things that don't necessarily represent where you want to be. If I want to be the CEO, if I want to be this entrepreneur, if I want to be the owner, not just the owner of my business, but the owner of me, sometimes you have to push yourself away from those things that don't represent that. Whether you're from Jacksonville, Atlanta, College Park, Compton, LA, um, Chicago, uh, Mid Midwest, Detroit, wherever, you sometimes are brought into those spaces for learning purposes. And then it's up to you to increase and grow from those spaces. But sometimes by trying to keep it real, as they say, you sometimes keep yourself really back into the space where you shouldn't be in the first place. Nobody should be into those spaces, be in those spaces. Yeah, I like what that said to me. Because sometimes Yeah, you know what's that saying? It's not where you're from, it's where you're at. <laughs> See, where the from, I came from it. Because if I was, if it was good for me, I would still be there. But I came from it. It's not where you're from, it's where you're at. And where is your at? Where are you? Where are you trying to go in your life? Is it where you're from? Where it's not necessarily where you belong? Or is it where you at? And what is your at? Is your at closer to, to something that you're trying to move away from? Or is your at something that is pushing you so high to that point of where you, you can almost, you can see past the clouds and you can see where you're going. Yeah, Justin, you sound real, real, uh, <laughs> the way, like in the words, like Wu-Tang metaphysical, you know what I mean? Like you've like bypassed all, all understanding that's here on earth. Yeah. That's what happens when you're in tuned with self. That's what, when you're in tune with higher power. And then you start to see where you need to go versus where you're at. So don't let these people pull you into what they knew. Help pull them out of that and pull them into the now and what they know and which is the new you, which is the better, the upgraded version, iOS 46 and beyond. And I'm going to say this. So yeah, more real time, whatever. So when, when I was speaking and I'm looking out in the audience and when I speak, sometimes I'm present and I'm also in the audience at the same time. What do I mean by that? I'm present because I'm speaking, but I also see a piece of myself that's also in the audience. So by seeing what's in the audience, I'm able to speak in real time and help um, pivot 
and be fluid in the presentation, the conversation, because it's something that may be needed for someone that looks and feels just like I was if I was in that audience. And it was this one young man and, you know, by chance, you know, I asked for some questions and he got up and he stood up and he was so respectful. He was so he was on point and this this guy's future is bright. And I didn't know it at the t- at the time until after he spoke. But he's from Atlanta. And, you know, he talked about his why, because I was asking, what is your why? And so I asked for people to say, what is their why? And he said it was because his father, um, his brother that passed away, um, that it was almost like a an, an energy, a supercharge to be great because he wanted to make sure that his brother who is looking down on him was able to see him continue to push forward. He wanted to leave behind what he knew and he wanted to push forward into the new him, which is the now and that's continuing to ever evolve and grow. Gosh, this kid has no idea. So sometimes when you're speaking to people, they can bless you as just as much as you're supposed to be blessing them. And I saw an individual that said that it's his that he is going to be the first person in his family to go and to graduate college and to evolve into something so much more. Do you think he wants to be what they knew or do you think he wants to be what the new him, which is now? Ooh, yeah, I'm going to need a part two of this one. So, so, so what is the call to action from this episode? So I want you to become an artist. Yeah, I said that. I want you to become an artist. This is art class right now. It's not an elective. I will say it's extra credit, but we're going to use art as it is an actual class that you're getting credit for, um, it's not an elective. You know I love my post-it notes. You know what? I need post-it to cut a check. Because <laughs> I got people using post-it notes all over the place. I got people in my DM saying that they've done the homework and they've done the, they've done the post-it. Well, post-it, I need y'all to cut, I need y'all to, to cut a check because I'm, I'm definitely um, increasing the amount of post-it notes that are, that are, that are done. So I want you to take those post-its and I want you to use them. They are your buildings in the city of you. Your post-it notes are going to represent the city, the block of you. And we're going to take that city of you and we're going to take it through gentrification. So where does the art come in? I want you to write down on every post-it the things that you want to change in one color. And then in another color, I want you to write the things that you want to be, where you see yourself, where you're going, what is the new you. And with that new you, 
I want you to replace all the things that need to change with where you want to be. So let me give you an example of that. So if you believe that your diet is weak, I want you to replace it with a post-it note that says wellness. If you think that you have a, a, a weak diet, I want you to replace that with something with, with some, a post-it that says wellness. And on that wellness note, I want you to I want you to write down what it takes in order for you to get to wellness. Now, let me go ahead and say that again, because I want to make sure that that's very, very clear. You've got a street. You've got a block. It's you. And you've got all of the things that you think that you need to change. And we're gentrifying this neighborhood. We're going to remove a check, check catching place and we're going to put uh, a bank. You know, we're going to remove a liquor store and we're going to put a health food center. So what is that liquor store? Well, the liquor store in this sense is an area that you're weak. So for the in the example purposes, it's your diet. And then you're going to replace it with the bank, which is your wellness. And then I want you to write down what are all the things that it, that it, it takes in order for you to put wellness on that block. And I'm going to promise you, if you do this exercise, it will help you to build back your block better. If you do this exercise, you take these, you, you take your street and you take the present where you are of things that you need to change. You're going to actually replace it with things that are going to help you get to where you want to be, which is going to be the new you. And nobody can take you back to what they what they knew. All that's going to exist is the new you, the N.E.W. Man, I, yeah, I'm definitely so I'm definitely going to do a part two of this. I don't know when, but I'm definitely going to do a part two of this because it's, it's important. I think this justification is, is, is on to something because we clearly have to do a, a cleanse of the culture. And sometimes our culture is beautiful as it is. It can also have some parts to it that are detrimental to who we who we need to be. So I want to replace that part. I want to continue to infuse and infuse and be bougie progressively and upwardly mobile and get us where we need to be. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. You are tuning in to episode number 77. New K-N-E-W versus new N-E-W. Thank you so much. I look forward to speaking to you again. Be inspired and stay bougie.